All right, Dafayin Ches, we're starting Bezus Hashem, a new parak, Isha Shanafla Nechasim. So the parak is going to be talking about Isha Shanafla Nechasim, what we know as Nechse Malug. Now, just to kind of rehash what we already know about Nechse Malug, Nechse Malug are a property that falls to the wife from her Yerusha, from her father's house. Um, they're not written into the Ksuba. So to distinguish that, Nechse Tsein Barzel, Nechse Tsein Barzel, essentially becomes the Baals. It's almost like a Mechira. Like she sells it. We write the value into the Ksuba. Some we saw. If it's pure cash, we had that, you know, we, 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 we inflate it. If it's, uh, if it's uh, other Kalim, right, we reduce it by 20%. We write it. The, the value's locked in. It's, it's built into the Ksuba. When she gets her Ksuba, she would cash out on those things. That's when she gets paid for essentially Nechseit and Barzal selling her stuff. So that, this is Nechseit Malog, where she says, no, no, no. The, she's keeping it. This, this property belongs to her. There is, the Baal has a schus to eat the peiris. Now the schus is, when they're married, that he, any peiris that the fields produce, he gets the peiris. Why does he get the peiris? Tachas pirkaina. Because he has a chiv to redeem her. So we figured out that, you know, it's an insurance policy if she gets captured. So no matter what the amount is, the husband's going to have to, even if there's not enough in the, not enough Paris generated by the field, he hasn't eaten, he doesn't, right, we, we, we discuss this, he doesn't have to sit there and uh, store them for her and then sell it, sell it in order to redeem her if she should get captured, but rather he gets the Paris and if she should get captured, uh, it's on him to redeem her. So it's Tachas Perkaina. So now the question is, and this Mishnah, what we're going to deal with is when did Nechse Melug fall to her? And also, what sort of Sheba the Baal has? Okay, meaning he has the zechus to eat the peris, but what, what is that, practically speaking, what happens if it's her land, right? How do we, and that's what we have to deal with. It's really her land. It belongs to her. The Baal has a zechus to eat peris. What is, what's the Baal's control over that land? And we're going to see, it's going to be the full spectrum of opinions over here, and it's pretty much what all-encompassing as far as today, control, if she sells it, what happens? So, zuck the Mishnah. Ha'isha shenafla nechasim. So nechasim nechsei melug fall to the woman. Ad if the nechsei melug fall to her before erisin. Right, there's no husband in the picture at all. Then moidim beishamei beishilol shamei cheres v'naisenes vekayin. Okay, now she goes ahead and does erisin. Obviously, if it's before erisin, right, she, there's no ball in the picture at all. Of course, she can. If it falls to her before erisin. Of course, she could sell it before erisin. There's nothing to even that that was didn't even warrant being listed in the Mishnah. Now, what we're saying is, is that even if they fell to her before Averson, and then she's now in Arusa, so the Baal's in the picture, okay, doesn't eat Paris yet, doesn't have to close Paris, so he's not in the picture. Therefore, lecharchila meicheres, so, okay, now the way Rashi learns is, is Venus Arsa. This that we say, if the Nechse Malug fell while she was totally single, before Averson, she can sell it, lecharchila, that's only Teich Averson. Teichus argues and says, that it's even achar nesuin, since they fell to her from way before, she can go ahead and sell it. Naflula mishenesarsa, if they fell to her while she was teich erisin. So again, they initially fell to her, the Baal's in the picture. Beishamai oimim timkar, Beishamai says, lechachila, she's allowed to go ahead and sell it. Beishil says that she may not sell it. Okay, however, So Bidiyevet, everybody agrees that if she goes ahead and sells it, the Mechira is chal. It's sold, and the Baal wouldn't have rights to the fruits. 
The question only is, is it only if she went ahead and sold it or the chachila? Okay, and we'll get into this in a little bit, just trying to understand what rights she has to sell. Again, they're hers. And what does that mean? If it's hers, how could we not, how could we tell her not to sell it? And what's the hava meaning that it shouldn't work? It should be hers. So we'll, we'll get there. Amar Rabbi Yehuda. So now, Rabbi Yehuda says, Amru Chachamim. So Rabbi Yehuda's quoting a machlekes, a dialogue between the Chachamim and Rabbi Gamliel. So this is Rabbi Yehuda's version. We're going to have another version of this dialogue. But Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amru Chachamim, Rabbi Gamliel. The Chachamim said to Rabbi Gamliel, Hayol v'zacha ba'isha la'yizke ben Nechasim. So I don't understand. If she, they fell to her while she was a Arusa, she was already tethered to him. So the Baal has the schus, and therefore, Hayol v'zacha ba'isha, since he was already kinda his wife, Arisin, la'yizke ben Nechasim, he should get the Nechasim as well. Amar lahem, Rabbi Gamliel says back to the Chachamim, what are you talking about? Al-chadoshim anu ba'ishim. This whole concept is a little bit of a, it's a little bit schwer. Anubayshim. What does that mean? Meaning, chadashim. What does chadashim mean? Even if they fell to her, which we haven't yet discussed. The mission will discuss it next. Teich Right? So far we discussed what happens if they fell to her before Arison. Then, even Lecharchila, everybody agrees she can tell. What happens if they fell to her while she was at Arani in Arusa? That's what we're up to. But there's a third case. What happens if they fell to her after Nesuin? She was already married. So there, everyone's going to agree that the Mechira is battle. So the Chachamim are coming back. We're kind of jumping a little bit ahead just to try to understand this. The Chachamim are coming back and saying to Rabbi Gamliel, if she's in Arusa, if she's in Arusa, so she's tethered to him. He's the Baal. He was already kind of her. He did Kedushin. So why does she have any rights to sell it? Rabbi Gamliel says, well, one second. Stop for a second. Let's think about this. Even if she's in a sua, who owns the land? The land belongs to her. Now, does the Baal, let's say pure Nesuin. If it fell to her during Nesuin, it's still her land. Now, the Baal has, like we said, a schus to Iperis. And the way the Yacharinim explains this is, yeah, when does the schus to Iperis come? After the ground produces Peris. We're not, again, we're not getting ourselves into the Machlekes of, in the Machlekes Amarayim, if, if Kenyan uh, Peris is Kenyan Agof or not. But let's assume it's not. Okay, let's go on the side that it's not, according to that Amira. So the Baal has a schus to eat Paris. He doesn't own the land. So if you have to think about it logically, the land belongs to her, the Baal has a schus to eat Paris. If she decides to sell it, she decides to sell it. If she decides not to sell it and it produces Paris, then the Baal gets Paris. But it's her land. The Baal doesn't ha- own the land at all. So says Rang Alil to the Rabbanon, what's your Havamina that from Arison, which by the way, she does, the Baal doesn't even yet have a schus to eat the Paris. But what's your Havamina from Al-Chadashim uh, Anubayshim? Even by Nesuin, it's, it's Shver, Anubayshim. Why should the husband, the Mechira, be bottle? Why should the husband be able to prevent the wife from selling? It's her land. Yeah, it's Zizchus Paris, but Zizchus Paris doesn't come until the land actually produces Paris. If there's Paris, he gets them. Therefore, okay, you even want to go ahead and give the Baal the ability to veto the sale. Teich Erisin? Now, so again, Naflula Mishanisis, let's say they fell to her after Nisuin, I'm going out of order, right? If they fell to her after Nisuin, Elu Elu Maidim, everyone's going to agree. There, even Rabbi Gamliel will agree. Again, he said it's a little schwer, but he'll agree. That the Baal is able to be Maitziyat if she goes ahead and sells it, the Baal can be Maitziyat from the Lukuchis. Ah, very good. And now you have attacked the heart of the matter. We'll get there. 
okay? Ad not really until the end, but we'll get there. Then we'll put it all together, but that's, okay. Ad so now, what happens if they fell to her before Nesuin? And then there was Nesuin. Rabbi Gamliel, Eimer, Imachra v'nasna kayim. Rabbi Gamliel says, and then she sold it. Okay, so they fell to her before Nesuin. Call it Teich Eresin. And, right, so the first case we had was they fell to her Lefnei Eresin. She sold the Teich Eresin. There we said everyone holds it, you can sell the Hachilo. Then we had, what happens if they fell to her Teich Eresin and she sells it Teich Eresin? Okay, there, there, Beishamai and Beisol had a machlekes about lechachila, she allowed to sell it, or, or, or only b'dieved if it's sold. Rabbanon took an issue with it, but again, that was where it fell to her, Teicherisin, and she sold it, Teicherisin. Okay, and then, then, we are now talking, what happens if it fell to her, Teicherisin, and, so again, actually Nisus, so fell to her, Teicherisin, the next time then Nisus, then she got married, and then she sells it. Rabbi Gamliel, Eimer, Imachra v'nasna kayam. That it's going to be okay, says Rabbi Gamliel. Again, when did it fall to her? Arisen. Remember, Rabbi Gamliel was the one. He said, look, I'm going to agree to you that if it fell to her at Nisun, after Nisun, when she was already fully married, then he could block the sale. Even Rabbi Gamliel agrees to that, but he said it's a Kiddush. So anything less than that, that's the Takana, that, that the Baal has the right to veto to the sale. Anything less than that, Rabbi Gamliel is going to hold, that no, of course, she's full rights to sell it. The husband can't block it. So if it fell to her during Arisen, and then they got married, <coughs> so then... It's going to, uh, the, the husband cannot block the sale. Now we have another version of the Rabbanon arguing The Rabbanon said, they said, the Rabbanon said, well, what do you mean? The wife, is, it fell to her, she was already tethered to the husband, right? She was already, he was already kind of her. So shouldn't the husband get the Nechassim, Amr Lehem, so again, we have this, Rabbi Gamil repeating this. Again, this is being repeated in two instances. So we're recording twice the Rabbanon challenge. Number one, when it fell to her Teich Eresin and she sold the Teich Eresin. And number two, when it fell to her Teich Eresin and she sold it after Nesuin. In both of those cases, Rabbi Gamil is going to argue. Okay, and then the final case, which we're not really going to discuss today in the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Chalik. He differentiates bein nechasim lenechasim. Depends what type of nechasim. Nechasim, how you do in lebal leitimkar? If the baal knows about them, we'll have to we'll have to um, we'll have to do the definitions of what knowing about them is. But that won't be today. That'll be tomorrow. Okay. Nechasim, how you do in mitzvah? I do in lebal leitimkar. Bein machar v'nasna bottle. Shein you do in lebal leitimkar. If the baal doesn't know about them, leitimkar. Then she can't sell them. Bein machar v'nasna kayim. Okay, but it is b'diyevet, it will be a good mechira. Like I said, we'll get back into it tomorrow. So now, zakh And there's really three points before we're going to, fo- most of what we're going to focus on today is really putting this back together and just understanding the shitas and the Mishnah better. But there's going to be three points that are going to come out um, that we're going to make. So number one, maishna reisha delay pligi, maishna seifa de pligi. So we want to understand why is it that if it fell to her before Eresin, everybody agrees that she can sell it to Eresin. That was Rashi, and Taisa says even Taish Masuin. But as opposed to if it fell to her during Arisin, why shouldn't she be able? Why, why is it now a machlekes whether lecharchila or bidiyevet it's sold? Meaning, what's, what's going on? Why is it that once it fell to her from Arisin, that it should be a machlekes whether it's only lecharchila? Whether it's only b'diyevet, the mechira, if she sold it as chal, or if it's even l'charchila, ma'ishna reisha, d'lay pligi, ma'ishna seifa d'pligi, armi d'be'er avyanai, reisha b'schusa, naflu, in the reisha, it was schusa, 
Meaning, as Rashi says, He had no shaykhs to her in the ratio. When they fell to her, nor, none of her property, nor her, had any shaykhs to him. And therefore, Elohi atzma. Okay, Seifa b'schusai naflu. In b'schusai naflu, if it's b'schusai, ki machra b'nasna So if you're considering it b'schusai, that in the Seifa, there's a machlekes b'sham and b'schil, not if, if she sold it as the mechira kayim. Everybody holds it's kayim. It's a question that's only l'chachil or b'dyevet. Is she allowed to sell it? So if you're saying it's b'schusai, why is she allowed to sell it? Or why, if she does sell it, is the mechira going to be kayim? So... So the Achrenim struggled to understand this, right? Meaning, and, and really the, the crux of the matter here is that, yes, the Baal has his chus peris, and the Baal has his chus of a lot of other things, and we'll see some of this, but they don't come until after Nisuin. So what does it mean chusai should be prevented? And the answer is, is that, and Pnei Yeshua discusses, he says that when it comes specifically to the peris, he knows about them. He's aware of them. And in many ways, maybe that's an incentive why he chose this woman. He knows that she has land. He wants to pay rice. So it's ain't of nasnaba. Okay? He, he, he hasn't... It right? So if it, it's something that he's very, very keenly aware of. And something that he really would want. It's b'schusai. And therefore, that's why we're going to treat pay rice different than any other schus. Okay? So that's, that could be a reason why. Anyways, so what we're trying to understand, if it's really pure suchusai and suchusa, and that's the only difference, if it's really pure suchusai, she shouldn't be able to sell it all. And if she sells, it should be bottle. So the Gemara answers, no, what's going on over here? Ella Reisha vadai b'schusa nafula. In the Reisha, again, he wasn't in the picture, so it's vadai's chusa, it's all hers. Seifa, when we call Arison, makes a suffix schus or not. Seifa, emer b'schusa, emer b'schusai. It could be b'schusa, it could be b'schusai. Therefore, like any suffix situation, l'charchila loy timkar, l'charchila, she's not allowed to sell it, imachra v'nasna kayim, and therefore, bid evid, if she does sell it, the mechira is chal. Okay, so the question is, that, why shouldn't she be able to sell it l'charchila, even according to B'shul? Ain't Suffolk might see me. They vadai. They vadai nef. They vadai fell to her, and it's a Suffolk whether she entered into his zechus, right? But they vadai fell to her. Ain't Suffolk might see me. They vadai, and actually, so Tesis asks this question and he answers it here. But really, just to understand a little bit, Rashi on Amid Beis, towards the end of the sugya says, keach lebezdin limloich. If the be, if the lekeach the buyer comes to bezin to ask what he should do, amrinan le tizbin, okay, we tell we tell him not to buy, okay, meaning that we really can't restrict the isha. It's her land. When we talk about mechira batol, when we talk about bidiyeved, it's really all in regards to the buyer. She is a vadai. In this situation, he's a suffolk. Ain't suffolk might be a vadai, and really we can't. I mean, we could tell her what to do, but she doesn't have to listen. The lekeach, though, if he comes, so it's negeah to him, and he said, "Look, careful if you take it. We're, we're going to allow it. We're, we're going to allow him to take it back from you, okay? And you're not going to get what you thought you paid for." Now, let's. So that's that's really um, point number one is to differentiate between the reisha. She's not in his schus at all. Zero. It's all hers. One hundred percent hers. In the seifa, it's suffolk. 
And therefore, Beishamai and Beishol can have an argument whether Lecharchila, she should sell it. But the Ebed, if she does sell it, since anyways, it's a suffix, the Mechira is going to be Chau. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Amr Rabbi Gamliel. So we had Amr Rabbi So we have Rabbi Yehuda recording the Chachamim saying, I don't understand. If it fell to her, Teich Eresin, and she's in the Rishos Habal, so then why shouldn't the Baal be able to block it? Okay? So Ibayalahu. Rabbi Yehuda Alecharchila. Now, which aspect, again, he was donning on the case where they fell to her, Teich Eresin, and she sold it, Teich Eresin. Now, what's the din if it fell to her Techerin and she sold to Techerin? That's Machlikis Beishamah and Beishilal if she's allowed to sell it Lecharchila or if she sells it, is it only Bidiyavid? The Rabbanon were taking issue with which one? Beishamah or Beishilal? Meaning, were the Rabbanon are asking, were they taking, when they, were they asking Rabbi Gamliel, why does Beishamah allow her to sell Lecharchila? Or were they asking on Beishilal, why is it that if she sells, even with the Ebed, that the Mechira is Chal, it should be Batal. So which aspect were they asking on? Rabbi Yehuda al-Kharchila was Rabbi Yehuda, the Chachamim, in front of Rabbi Yehuda, as recorded, the Chachamim as recorded Rabbi Yehuda, was it on the L'Kharchila case, meaning on Beishamai, who said that she may sell it, and the Chachamim were saying, how could you allow her L'Kharchila to sell it? The, she's in the Baal's Rishos, she's already tethered to him, or Abed or was it going on Abed Okay, meaning, how could you say that if she did sell it, the Mechira is Chal, what do you mean? It should be bottle. So Tashima, so now we're going to have a brisa that records, and we're going to have a few versions, but the basic idea is as it list, was listed in our mission. The Tanya, Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Amr Lufnei Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Yehuda says that the Chachamim said in front of Rabbi Gamliel, I don't understand. Hoyo vizu ishtai vizu ishtai. When it falls to her from the Nesuin, that's his wife, Erison, it's also his wife. Zumach Rabato. Okay, and yet when the Nechsei Meluk falter, when she's in a Sua, the Mechira is going to be Batal. Afzu, Machra Batal. So too, when the Nechsei Meluk falter her, Toich, the Eresin, the Mechira should be Batal. Amar Lahan, okay, but what do we see? What were the Chachamim Tining? It should be Batal. So we asked, were the Chachamim Tining on Beishamai? Why, Beishamai, why the Chachila are you allowing her to sell it? Or on Beis Hillel, why is it if she sells it that the Mechira is not Batal? So we see clearly that it was on Beis Hillel. Okay, Amar Lahen al Chadashim, but we're just going to quote the rest, right? What do Rambam say back to the Chachamim? Amar Lahen al Chadashim anu Baishim Elashatim and Gagol Lenos Hayishanim. Okay, Yishanim, right? That, that the, the Yishanim that the that even after if it falls to her after Nesuin, it's again the, like we explained it. The Baal only has his chus, so why should the Baal be able to block it? He just has his chus peris. If the if the if the fields produce peris, so then I understand <coughs> that the husband should get them, but the land belongs to her. So, and that's what Rabbi Gamil was handing back. Shmamina, Diyavid Ka'amar, Shmamina. That we see, but we see from the fact that the Rabbanon were saying, they, they uh, expressed their intentions. Avzu machrabato. Right? So we see that we asked the Shiloh. Okay, so that's point number two. Now, Tanya. Tanya. Amar Rabbi Hanina. So that was, again, we had quoted this in our Mishnah. We have, now we're going to bring a, a brisa version of what's quoted in our Mishnah, which is Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya, loikach heshivan Rabbi Gamliel lechachamim. That the, the, the Rabbi Gamliel, again, in the first version, right, the way we had quoted it was, alachadashim anubayshin, alashatim agavalinu asayishanim. So Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya says, loikach heshivan Rabbi Gamliel lechachamim, alakach heshivan. Here is what Ragamil responded back. Don't say that by Nesua. This is what Ragamil was responding back. 
So maybe I'll understand by a Nesua, the Baalim has all his chosim, has all his rights. He gets uh, her mitziah, her maiseya dayim, he, he has the ability to be made for an adarim. Tell me about Rusa, how could you possibly say by Rusa, or going also back to that the husband should be able to block the sale if she tries to sell an same malug, she ain't balazakim mitziah, so maiseya dayim. He doesn't have rights. So we see he doesn't have rights. Amrulai. So the Chacham said back to Rabbi Gamliel, let's say she sold it before she was married. There was Nesuin, and then she did, and, and then she did Nesuin. Okay, so what did, what did Rabbi Gamliel now say? Again, so what we said, Rabbi Gamliel and the Rabbanon, as recorded once for Rabbi Yehuda and Mishnah, once for Rabbi Hanani and Akabia, were really they went back and forth in two different instances. The first one was when Beishamah and Beishillel and Rabbi Galil ostensibly would have hold of them, hell, that if they felt her in Arison, she can sell an Arison, or if she sells an Arison, at least bid the evidence mechives chal, that's Beishillel Shita. The Rabbanon said, well, what do you mean? She's an Arusa. That was version number one. To which the Chachamim now said, well, what happens if, again, so what happens, and Rabbi Galil said, but she's not yet in their rishos. He, she is not yet in his rishos for these others chusim that normally come along with nisuin. So then the rechamim came back as recorded by Rechanan ben Akavia and said, "Well, what? One second. What happens if she went ahead and she got it in Arison, but sold it in nisuin when the Baal already did have these? He did have it. So there is the Okay, so what happened? Says Rabbi yeah, it is Mecheres Venesenes Vekayin. Lecharchila, she's allowed to sell it. Meaning, so the Chachamim said, so the way we're understanding this is the Chachamim went ahead and took issue with the fact that if it fell to her in Arison, how could she sell it in Arison? Or if she sells it, how could it be Chal? Rabbi says, well, what do you mean? In Arison, the Baal doesn't have any rights. The Chachamim said, okay, well, what happens if it fell to her in Arison and then she sold it in the Suin where the Baal does have rights? So Rabbi says, she can even sell it then, because it fell to her in Arison, even though she now, she did in the Suin. Now, this is, this is just a little bit of a, a now we're going to ask a steer on our Mishnah because our Mishnah quoted, here we just said, what did Rabbi Gamliel say? Avzu, look at the words. If it fell to her in Arison, the Nechsei Milog, even after Nesuin, according to Ramliel, she's allowed to sell it. Right, again, Rabbi Gamliel says, we're embarrassed, even if it fell to her from Nesuin, it's a, it, it doesn't necessarily, it's a chiddish that, that the husband could prevent her from selling it. Now we're going to ask this theory. So we just quoted in the price. Huh? It said that, again, let's hone in on one, one case. The case where it fell to her Teich Arison and she sold it after Nisuin, Rabbi Gamliel holds that she's allowed to sell it Lechachila. But if you look in the words of our Mishnah, it sounds like Bidiyevet, right? If you go to how it's quoted in our Mishnah, that sounds like Bidiyevet. So the question is now we're trying to focus on one case. So it fell to her Teich Arison, she sold it after Nisuin. According to Rabbi Gamliel, is it lecharchila? She's allowed to sell it, or only b'diyev? So Amar Rav Zvid. Now we're going to have a machlekes handle in terms of Rav Zvid. Tani mecheres when I send us Change our mission. Our mission says lecharchila. 
Okay? And what that means is, what, what that means is, look, actually, hold on. Okay. Yeah, she's allowed to sell the Rabbi Papa Amar, Loi Kasha, Ha, Rabbi Yehuda, Alibadaran Gamliel. That there's no Kasha. That there's actually, like we said, there's two versions. If you look at our Mishnah, there's two versions listed in our Mishnah. There's Rabbi Yehuda's, two versions of, of Rabbi Gamliel and the Rabbanan going back and forth. There's Rabbi Yehuda's version and Rabbi Hanina ben Akavia's version. So the two versions, that's the difference between the two versions. That in Rabbi, right, that Rabbi Papa Amar Loi Kasha, Ha, Rabbi Yehuda, Alibadar Rabbi Gamliel, according to Rabbi Yehuda. According, in, according to Rabbi Yehuda's version of the Machlekes Rabban and Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel came back and said, "You can only sell it b'diyevin." Ha, ha, rechanina ben akavia. I'll leave it to Rabbi Gamliel. Okay. So the way, and if you actually go back to our Mishnah and you read through the Mishnah, what you'll see is that this line that we're discussing—it's about halfway through the Mishnah. Actually, nisus v'nisus. Rabbi Gamliel Omer Machra in Machra Benasna Kayam, which we are now saying sounds like Bidiyevet, it actually sits. It could either be part of Rabbi Hanina, Amr Rabbi Hanina Ben Akavia, Amr Lelefanov, or it could be coming off of the last one of Rabbi Yehuda. So according to Rabbi Zvid, he's going to say that no, the, where the Mishnah switches over in versions is, and they're not arguing in what Rabbi Gamliel said, but it's actually Nisus Venisus, we have to change that to Lecharchila. Right, that we're gonna to have to change it to the But according to Rapapa's version, what we actually did was we extended Rabbi Yehuda's version of the Machlekes Rambamliel and the Chachamim all the way till Amar Rabbi And what we're saying is there are two different versions. One is quoted in the Brisa. There's two different versions Rabbi Gamliel holds. Again, Rabbi Gamliel says that dealing with specifically because they do go back and forth in two cases, both if. She gets it in Arison and she sells it in Arison. But what we're discussing here, what our mission, what, what the Bryce now quoted was if it comes to her, Taich Arison, and she sells it after Nisuin, okay, the Brysa has one version saying of Rabbi Gamliel saying that she can sell it Lecharchila. And our Mishnah seemed to be saying she could only, if it's sold, Bidiyevin, only Bidiyevin. Versus Rabbanon held that you shouldn't be able to sell it at all because the Baal already has this Chosin. And the way we answered, it seems to be a steer in Rabbi Gamliel, is either there's two versions, like we had in our Mishnah, there's Rabbi Yehuda's version of the Machlekes, Rabbi Gamliel, and the Rabbanon, and there's Rabbi Hanina ben Akavia's version, or we just have to change our Mishnah. And really, there's only one version, and it's Lecharchila, according to Rabbi Gamliel, you're allowed to sell it. Now, to which the Gemara says like this. So now what you're basically saying is that according to Rebbe ben Akavya, he's going to go like Beishamai. Meaning what we're thinking is at this point that we're going to marry the two. Now, and in the Gemara's answer, we're going, to, we're going to say that there's a difference over here. But we said if it fell to her Teich Eresin and she sold it Teich Eresin, whether the Mechira is Lechachila or only Bidiyevet. Now we're saying, if it fell to her Teich Eresin, according to Rav Papa, there's two versions, this, this Rav Hanina ben Akavya's version is that she can sell it Lechachila. It sounds like, sounds like on the surface that the Machlaikis of the two versions of Rav Papa, of Rav Gamliel Shita, either Rav Hanina ben Akavya or Rav Yehuda's version is the exact same Machlaikis of Beisham and Beisel. So if you match them up, it sounds like, according to Rav Papa, 
Rebbe Chanina ben Akavia's version is exactly like Beishamai. So the Gemara is asking, I really, Rebbe Chanina ben Akavia can Beishamai? The Gemara says, no. Hachi Kamar, loy nechleku Beishamai beisul al davar zeh. That Rebbe Chanina ben Akavia held that this is not a machoikis at all. They, if you're going to say that there's a difference in Rabbi Huda's version and Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya's version, Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya will hold that Beisham and Beisil do not argue at all. That this would only go in Rabbi Huda's version of what was going on in our Mishnah. Now, one additional point, let's... Is that on case one or case three? So, it's, I think, I was thinking about that because on the surface, I went back and forth and I was thinking, I didn't see it brought down anywhere. I know exactly what you're asking. You're asking because you can learn, like, meaning where it fell to her, Teich Erison, and she sold it, Achar Nesuin. Right? Except that I don't think you can say that. I don't think that you can limit the Machlekes here. If they're arguing if it fell to her, Teich Erison, and then after Nesuin, I think you would have to, if, if Beisham and Beis Hill do in fact argue about it, then I think you would have to fit it into both. I don't think that you can differentiate between the two. Rav Veshmuel, the Amri Tarvayu, so now we're just going to introduce one additional point, and then we're going to call out what we're going to call Takanas Usha. So right now, we, we've not discussed Takanas Usha, which we did have back on Dafnun. We had Takanas Usha. If you remember, one of them was that the Baal gets certain things, so now we're going to have to put that in. Rav and Shmuel, the Amri Tarvayu. Now the problem is Rav and Shmuel both hold Bein Shenaflu Anachasim Adshel Anisarsa, Bein Shenaflu Anachasim Misha Anisarsa, even if the stuff fell to her. Now, we said, the way we quoted it in our Mishnah, if it fell to her before Erisin, everybody agrees, she can go ahead and sell it. Right? Rashi seemed to be saying in Erisin, Tesis only, uh, even after Nesuin, but everybody agreed, certainly within Erisin. But if you look at this, before Erisin, and the taste is bringing it as a riot to Hashita. Kiman, the like Rebbe Yehuda, the like Rebbe Chanina ben Akavya. So who is, who are they going like? You said there's a Rebbe Yehuda version, there's a Rebbe Chanina ben Akavya version, but according to both of them, and as it's quoted in our Mishnah, which quoted both of these versions, seems like everybody would hold that if it fell to her before Arison, she's free to sell it. So the Gemara says, Inu da Amik Yeah, they're going like the Shitas Rebbe Seinu, Takanas Usha, Ditanya, Rabbi Seinu Chazru Venimnu. The even, so that was, this is all again in the early times. When it came to Usha, Rabbi Seinu Chazru Venimnu, Bein Shanaflula Ad Shalai Tisaris, Uvein Shanaflula Mishanesarisa, Vinesis, Habal, Maitzim Yara Lukuchais. The Baal, if she sells it, the Baal has the ability to Maitzi it from the Lukuchais. Now, we said, okay, so again, now there's a, a, a this flies in the face of everything that we've said. If they falter even before Nisuin, Takanos Usha says that the Baal could be mighty. Now we're going to go to Hoshel Shiloh over here. What are we talking about? Peris or Karka? So, Zakta Gemara. Misha Nisus Elu Ve'elu Maidim once she gets married. Again, so that was off the table. Everybody agreed, even Rabbi Gamliel, who was arguing on the Rabbanon, Rabbanon challenged it at both steps along the way. If it felt her, it took Eresin and... And um, if it fell to her Teich Erisin and she tried to sell Teich Erisin, or if it fell to her Teich Erisin and she was selling it Teich Nesu, and the Rabbi Gamaliel argued on the Rabbanon in both of those steps. So, however, the Rabbi Gamaliel, even when he argued on the Rabbanon, he agreed, he said it's a Chiddush, 
But he agreed that if she sold it, she got the nechasem after Nesuin and she sold it, that it's going to be hers. So, Elu Elu Maidim, and this is the last piece we're going to do, Mishinissus, Elu Elu Maidim, that, that um, the, the Mechira is going to be bottle. Sorry, I said it's going to be hers. The Mechira, everybody agrees that if, she, if the Nechse Malug fell to her after Nesuin and she sold it, while, the, while there was Nesuin, while they were married, then everybody agrees that the Baal could be Maitzi. Okay, so now at the end of our Mishnah, we now said Takana Susha. The problem is that we know the beginning part of our Mishnah wasn't using Takana Susha. And now we're using Takana Susha, that the Baal has the ability to be Maitzi. If the wife sells the Mechse Malog, and then she dies, that the Baal has the ability to be Maitzi. So the Gemara says, La, no. Masnisin bechaya ulaperis. Our Mishnah, meaning that our, that our Mishnah is not Takana Susha. Our Mishnah holds, and even in our Mishnah, there is a case where the Baal could be Maitzi, Miyala Kuchais. What? Le'inyan Paris. Meaning, so if we're Rabbi Gamaliel and the Rabbanan agreed, if it fell, if the, if the Nichsei Mulug fell to her after Nesuin, so everybody agreed that we're Maitzi, that the Mechira is bottle. Le'inyan what though? So our Mishnah holds only in Paris, meaning that the Baal can continue eating Paris. You can go to the Kuchel and say, sorry, I have rights to these Paris. But as soon as, let's say, the woman dies, then the Mechira, the Gufa Karka, she had the ability to sell it. That the only thing that the Baal, and that's the Chiddush. Again, the way we explained this was, it's her land. The Baal only has a Schus Paris. The Chiddush is that even though he just has a Schus Paris, that he can go ahead and say, sorry, my Schus Paris will override her sale even though she owns the land. However, but the guf, one second, one second, so we'll get there. The guf, the guf of the karka, though, after she dies, after she dies, the guf of the karka then transfers to the lekeach, and that's done. So her mechira, when we say bottle, it was only in Paris, but the actual transaction, the baal can be mighty the Paris from the kuchas, but the actual transaction was chal. She was able to affect the sale of her land. We don't realize it, practically speaking, until she dies. But at that point, it belongs to the buyers. However, Takanas Usha Begufa Shakakar Misa, the Takanas Usha says that not just for the Peres, but even for the Gufa Karka, we will go ahead and say that the land, the land after she dies, the Gufa Karka itself will belong to the husband. So let's put this all together. Now I just want to, oh, I just want to make one, one point, one point, okay? So it sounds like there's two, there's two things Takanas Usha brought us. Number one, even if it fell to her before Arison, Benagea the Peirais, even if it fell to her before Arison, the Baal can be Maitzi for Peirais. And the Kanas Usha has a second thing, which is that Achar Misa, Le'inyan the Guf HaKarka, Takanas Usha told us that even though it was her land, still Takanas Usha says that if she sold it after she dies, the Baal gets to be Yerush the land and it doesn't go back to her estate. I'm sorry, it doesn't go back to the Lekuchos, the buyers. They wouldn't go to her estate. She sold it. It doesn't go back to Lekuchos, the buyers. So let's just summarize what we know. And like I said, there's a, a, I did a chart. I also posted it, but if you want, I sent it. Yeah, so you can just look there. But okay, let's just put together what we know. So if a felter Lefnei Nesuin, and she sold it, Teich Eresin, the din of our Mishnah said, Ledivere Akol, Timchor Lechachila. Okay, I guess I could have put Takana Susha here, but I put it as a separate line. If a felter teich erisin, 
and she sold it to Echerisin. So then, here's where we had a lot of action. Beis Shammai said, Timkar lecharchila. Beis Hillel said, Bidiyevet. Again, it fell to her to Echerisin. And the Rabbanon asked on it, oh, by the way, the Rabbanon asked on it, um, uh, I'm sorry, by the way, we said that Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya held that there was no machlekes here at all. So that's only in the Rabbi Yehuda's version that is there machlekes. And then the Rabbanon said it should be bottle. They said, I don't understand. It's fell to her teicherisin. She's already possession of the husband. To which Rabbi Gamliel responded and said, no, it's, only, it's even a chiddish that we're going to be mighty on any level after Nesuin. Okay? And we said that when the Rabbanon took issue, they were taking issue with Beis Hillel. Right, that's the second second uh, stars. Right, we had a. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, number two, <laughs> star number two is that we said why, why is it that Teich Erisin? What is the status Teich Erisin, which says that we could even that it, it could be a mechira, and it should be Mimanoshach. If it's hers, then she has full rights to sell it. And if it's if it's his, if it's Chusai, so then she shouldn't have any right. So we said that Arison creates this suffix situation. In suffix, okay, it creates a suffix situation. Therefore, lechachila, she shouldn't sell, but if the evidence, she does. And the third point was when we said the Rabbanon took issue with Beis Hillel, so when the Rabbanon took issue with this status of Teich Arison, was it with Beis Shammai? How could you sell lechachila? Or was it Beis Hillel? How could you say that if she sold, but the evidence, it's going to be Kayim? So that was all Teich Erisin, and she sold it. It fell to her Teich Erisin, and she sold it Teich Erisin. Now, what happens if it fell to her Teich Erisin, and she sold it after Nesuin? So then, we, according to Rabbi Gamliel, so we had two versions of Rabbi Gamliel. We have Zvid's version of Rabbi Gamliel, which says that Lechachila, even after Nesuin, if it fell to her during Erisin, Lechachila, she's allowed to sell it. Or we had Rav Papa's version, which said it's a machloikis, between Rabbi Yehuda's version and Rabbi Chanina ben Akavia's version of Rabbi Gamliel, whether she can sell it lechadchila or only bidiyevet if she sells it at sold. But either way, the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon asked on it. They said that if it fell to her teicherisin and she's selling it after Nisuin, when, as we saw in the Brisa, when the Baal already has this chosim, so then it should, it should be batal. Okay? And then we had the fourth case, which is what happens if it falls to her Misha Nisis and she sells it then? So the Rabbanon of our Mishnah say it's bottle, but only Le'inyan Paris. Le'inyan the Gufa the Karka, the Mechira is Chal, meaning after she dies, the buyers will get the Karka, and that the Kanas Usha argued on, that, um, that the Kanas Usha argued that the Mechira is bottle, that even the Gufa Karka after she dies goes to the Baal. And then, like I said, I really should have put this, the last case, in the first case, that Lefne Erisin, and she sells it, Teich Erisin, or, or, or Mishanissus, Okay, that Takanus Usha would argue and say Le'inyan Peiris, Le'inyan Peiris, that the uh, Mechira is bottle. So I'll uh, correct that. But that is uh, the sequel of our Sugya today.